We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Sort of no other pod, unfortunately, mm. not a victory pod, but we are here as always, and we will uh, talk about everything that happened and what it all means and is the world ending. What does it um, mean? But, but until uh, we get into that, I'm Jimmy, and he's Dan. So, uh, Dan, it's uh, it's it's been kind of a big week for you, I think. What's What's been going on? Uh, big week for me. Are you, what are you referring to right now? You have a new uh, a oh. new living being in your house, don't you? <laughs> yes, yes. We adopted a kid. No, no. We adopted a... <laughs> Named adopted, it Bingo. <laughs> we stole a kid from the neighbor. Uh, no, man, we adopted a dog, dude. Uh, we already had a dog. And, uh, you know, Marissa wanted two dogs. And I was kind of skeptical about it at first. I'm like, ah, so much more craziness. You know what I mean? You know my dog's energy. But maybe it'll help him run the energy off but by the way we did not name him but he's like five years old so can you really change his name i i hate the name bingo every time i yell it i'm afraid <laughs> all the old women are gonna come out and be like who's playing bingo i'd love to play <laughs> we're like damn it uh, <laughs> you can't rename him well, right no i mean that's t- especially a dog like if it's a cat it's one thing they don't care um <laughs> but like Cats a dog care. Yeah, a dog. That's that's kind of tough. They know their name by that point. Like you, pr- they're smart enough where you probably could if you want to. It just be mm. kind of weird. So, well, he's a sweet yeah. boy. He, uh, if it's been going a lot better than we than we thought. Like you know, a new dog coming into a new home. Uh, you know, we had to leave his brother at the shelter, which is always sad. You know, we couldn't handle three no. dogs, but no. that's uh, just being at those places breaks my heart. You see them all laying in the kennels and. I asked the lady who worked there, I was like, do you just want to adopt like all these dogs just working here? And she's like, I totally would if I didn't already have five. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so it's just sad. And I, I, I urge everyone, if you want a pet, man, go hit the shelters because there are so many dogs out there and cats that uh, could need a home. Look, look at me. I'm, I'm getting all choked up talking about like the freaking where would I go? I went to the Merriam. Um shelter the scpa and in Merriam, i think spca yeah spca yep. i don't know acronyms uh yeah but yeah man i think more people should really do that i mean I, i've been guilty of getting one from a breeder in the past and that's just not the way to go you know what i'm saying yeah we got both our cats from uh from shelters uh around here too so uh, very cool i'm with you but congrats on bingo yeah, um, and congrats to you because it's the week of avengers what? That's that's right. I am very excited. I have that's muted crazy. all Avengers related words on Twitter, so I will uh, not see any. If spoilers. I see anything, like if I see something regarding it, I just close the app because I I didn't yeah. bother to mute anything. If I see like a review online, I'm like, yep, changing the page. <laughs> yep, yep. I don't want to know anything, so don't I'm gonna go me. in there blind on uh, on Friday, and uh, yeah, Friday. Hopefully, well, okay. uh, hopefully it's good. I'm excited. Oh. Eleven years have been building to this, so it's gonna be good. Looking it's forward to it. It's gonna be good. Um, we're an Avengers podcast now. <laughs> we're Avengers and dogs. Yeah, um, probably would be very successful. Um, <laughs> That's just the weirdest no, hey. material ever. Hey, 
Yeah. We got a review, though. Didn't oh, we? yeah. <coughs> and, I'm, so, and I'm dying. Uh, Should have had... Don't do that. <laughs> check this out, man. This was like last week when the podcast came out from FIFA Freak of Eleven. Said, couldn't ask for a better podcast. Five stars. As a diehard Sporting KC fanatic, I could not ask for a better podcast. You guys do an adequate job of keeping me informed on everything I need to know about SKC and more. Adequate job is way better than inadequate job, by the way. So I'll I'll take that. Uh, Slightly worse than amazing job, but better than inadequate. That's fine. I don't want to strive for amazing every week because then you're going to expect me to be amazing every single week. And now that's that's. That's setting the bar too high. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, we shoot for adequate. Absolutely. It's just as informational as it is humorous. Great all around. And what the hell is this? P.S. Go Toffees. Not a lot of Everton fans yeah. around that I know of. Great job, guys. Yeah. And keep it up. What is this? Yeah. What is this Everton shit. He knows He knows a proper club to root for. I mean, proper club to yeah. root for. Come on. Um, hey, hey. I wouldn't be talking too much if I were you, Mr. Manchester United. I didn't so. even get to watch the damn game. I checked the score <laughs> after I was meal prepping, and I, I texted you. I was like, what the hell? What is happening? Did you get to watch it? I saw a, a, a good portion of it. I didn't get to see all of it, but I saw most they of it. They rolled over um, him. They just crushed oh, him. Yeah, I'm saying. Your your boy, Gunner, he's uh Oh, my God. Well, yeah, he gets the permanent job and all of a sudden yeah. sucks ass. And yeah, then I'm saying. your Everton club can crush you know, a top five team and then lose to Burnley. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. We beat Chelsea, we beat Arsenal, we beat Manchester United, and we lost to Fulham 2-0. So, that's you know, insane. Hey, that's, might as, well, might as well call them, might as well call them Sporting KC. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? There's probably some truth to the comparison. Just um, saying. But After you know last what? week, there damn well is. Oh, boy. Well, yeah. Well, let's, let's jump into this because, you know, this... We got a, a, a decent amount of information to talk about this episode, so yeah. let's jump um, right into Movies, this San Jose dogs. game. <laughs> now, we didn't get a lot of time to preview um, this game at the end of last episode because we spent so much time talking about Kaku. Um, That's right. Any I, update I on th- Kaku? No, I, you know, I reached out to some of my people. I tried to find out. Um, you got people? I got people. I got people in places. Um, Interesting, because I know we had some people asking about what's going on. Um, no update as of yet. They're taking their sweet time. Um, my guess is someone told me they've probably told him he's getting more games and he's maybe already starting the appeal process and they're just going to get it all out of the way before they even announce something. So, my but my guess is something is going to happen. He's going to get a suspension and a fine of some sort. We just don't know what exactly it is or when they'll announce it. But I assume they'll announce it. I would guess soon because they got to play this weekend. So yeah, um, they should. Yeah. Unless his appeal or whatever is still going and he can play during the appeal, but I don't know what really there is to appeal. Um, it's pretty clear what happened. So, okay. But yeah, to know. I, that's the update I have there, but we didn't get a ton of chance to preview this game, but I will call us both out. I think we both said that we thought Sporting would at least get a result. If not, we both said that they would win this game. No, we thought we, um, we thought we would score a lot of goals. We really did. Yeah, that 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 didn't quite happen, um, unfortunately. No. Nah. Um, we saw that. Buzio was going to start in the midfield for an injured Roger Espinosa. We didn't know the extent of Roger's injury at that point. Now we do. We'll talk about that a little bit later. We also saw Johan Quaze was going to start at left back again in place of Seth Sinovic, uh, who I don't believe is hurt. I think is just maybe getting uh, the stink eye from Peter after a pretty crappy Monterey series. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you saw this lineup, I guess, and you thought, okay, I mean, it's pretty standard sporting KC lineup. We should be able to go out there and beat a, pretty not great san jose side right yeah yeah should be able to should be an operable word there um that easier said than done my friend because that was that was that was a crap show man yeah it was not great from the very beginning like it didn't take what six minutes for uh for freaking danny hosen to pull down a ball 
Matt Beasler injures. So this is like what's even worse about this goal is so they score in the sixth minute. Matt Beasler makes a total mess of it and also injures himself on the play. And now suddenly we're yeah. down one zero. Beasler's out early and uh, it it everything sucks. So it's just everything I don't know. sucks big time. Beasler is the freaking heart and soul of that back line, and and what that means is now you're looking at you got you had Abdul Guadabaye in there, which by the way. I don't know if you hear Nate Bucati say the name on the TV. Like, he d- it doesn't roll off his tongue. He goes, Abdul Guatubuyaye. And I'm like, why are you, why are you sounding it out? Why are you, why are you sounding out your vowels right now? Just let it roll. Guatabaye. Why? Why is that so hard? You got that name down. Oh, yeah, dude. So. We're like, we're homies. But you got him and you got, uh, uh, you got Botan. You know, who's pairing in center back, man? They've never played with each other on a, on a competitive setting. And now all of a sudden you got them man in the back line and Beasler's out four to six weeks or whatever it is. Two to four weeks two, is what they two to four? Today, yeah. But yeah, I'd be surprised if he's back in two. So. Yeah, probably more like four. They're, they're going to take his time. And he's he's older than some of the younger guys, so he's not going to bounce back like shallowy from a rolled ankle. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think uh, when we when we ended last season with uh, um, Matt Beasler and Ikapara as our center back pairing, I don't think anybody thought we'd have at any point in this season a center back pairing of Botan Barath and Abdul Guadabaye. Um, not one bit. Not, not no. And here we are. So and it showed, man. Um, it showed. No one's talking back there. And oh, add Johan on the left backside. What the hell? What is he doing? Besides keeping every single man on on sides, <laughs> every one of them. Yeah. Oh, through ball, through ball. Oh, surely he's off sides, right? Nope. Johan kept him on again. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll hit that goal in just a second. Uh, so many goals. This is fool, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Uh, fool me twice, Johan. Fool sucks. me again. Um, oh, is that not what that means? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that's okay. I was that's not even how did you say fool me twice? Not, not gonna fool me again. <laughs> yes, I did. That's as bad as throwback. make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, this little throwback reference for for people who might be in the know. Um, oh but, my god! Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I I I called this out on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it the same way. So one, the 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 pass on this first goal was was phenomenal. Um, I think Baroth misplayed Hosen. I don't know how Hosen got that open, but Hosen did a fantastic job to pull it down. But I think Beasler also totally misplayed this challenge. Like somehow he got in between Hosen and the ball and totally missed it and hurt himself. Um he I, I'm not really sure what he did there, but he he totally made a mess of it and almost brought Hosen down in the box and Hosen was just able to put it right past Melia. So Yeah. Easy know. as heck. Uh beat three guys. Didn't need anyone else to do it. Yeah, it was it was not great. Um and then it was what 5 minutes later where yeah, Hosen again gets sprung on a wide open uh one-on-one with Tim Melia. Everybody thinks he's like 2 yards offside and they're all calling for the flag and we're all like there's no way he's onside again and then he just kind of touches it around Baroth who falls and then hits it right into the chest of <laughs> Johan who chests it right into the goal and everybody's falling down. Like everyone's like, falling. There's just like a sniper somewhere, and all of Sporting KC's defenders are just falling <laughs> on their face. Um, <laughs> Johan's just like, ah, let me get that, let me get that assist, bro. <laughs> he's like, I, I already kept you on side. I just want to make sure you score the goal. Like, let's just make yeah. sure that we finish this here. Um, I just want to get on the stat sheet somehow. Right, right. But I mean, at the, like at this point, eleven and a half minutes into the game, we're already down two zero. You're like, oh, it's this is this is gonna be one of those games, right? Yeah, because now we're chasing the damn thing. So we're going to push higher, and they're just going to get us on the counter. Dude, if you check their stats before the game, they rank a lot higher than us in all the almost all of the defensive stats. Like steals, interceptions, take, you know, all that stuff. They're better than us at that, and it showed. Yeah. Yeah, they... Um... They, they, I mean, the, hey, their their coach Mat- Matias Almeida. Um, you know, he he yeah, who's came that, over from who's Chi- that girl? Chivas. <laughs> um, he came Sorry, over from Chivas. He has and gorgeous hair. He's uh, he's he's turning some things around slowly but surely. Um, in, uh, in San Jose. 
The only thing he's so. going to turn around is when he's straddling his assistant coach and his assistant coach does a 360. <laughs> That's how he's turning around. Because that happened, folks. <laughs> Have you ever seen Peter Vermees straddle Carrie Zavagnin? Are you kidding me? Uh, I would pay some money to see it. This guy was so, so jacked up and was like, let me wrap my legs around you and touch you with my ween. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, that... <laughs> That's those aren't the terms I thought about it in, but you know now that you 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 mentioned it that way. See, this is a good thing that we got the explicit tag on our podcast this week. Um, I'm just saying. I said ween. You can say ween. <laughs> can you? I don't know. So I said peen. I don't know. Is it I mean, peen? I've, <laughs> I, you know, I've never tried to say either on uh, on radio, or I don't know how the FCC <laughs> views. Um, this is just how I talk, man. I'm not. This ain't for radio. This is me. You're getting the raw Dan. <laughs> uh, but spe- you mentioned Carrie Zavagnin. Speaking of which, did you see... No, we only got two likes on this. Maybe more people know about this than I realized. But did you see this old spoof of the, the scene from the movie Say Anything that Sporting KC put out a, a commercial years ago with Carrie Zavagnin in it? Did you see this when I tweeted this yeah, out? Yeah, I saw. I did, yeah. What I don't, What is happening there? I think, it, I think it's... Um, Jillian, like a fun time. it looks like is the lady in it who she was our, our sideline reporter last year. I'm pretty sure she's the if it's not her, it's her identical twin who's the one doing the narration. And they're t- she's like, I look out the window and there's hot carries of Vagnin. And I'm like, what is happening right now? And he's just holding how up. long ago was this? This was in his playing days. So why would it be Jillian? I don't isn't she I don't like, know, but it looked like her way too young. Maybe uh, I don't know how old she is, but it, it sure looked like her. Um, no dude i think she's like my age i don't know all i'm saying okay well it was somebody it looked like her but i was like what is going on okay, she was not 14 there's also saying hot carries of agnes there, there's <laughs> also another commercial that you can go find out there from the same account where it's called the Jersey Boys, and it's Peter Vermees and Carrie Zavagnin and a couple other guys just like walking around like being obnoxious in like the back of a taxi cab so it's it's very strange, but yeah, hmm. I don't know. I just I found those this week and I forgot about them. Slash, I don't even know if I ever saw them, and I felt like I needed to share them with the world. So, uh, that's the end of my story. <laughs> I, I, we're all glad you did. Yeah, we we liked it. Um. So anyway, so yeah, Hosen back to this game scores the second goal. They go to VAR, and and at first. I don't know if you know this. I'm looking at the the angles and I'm like, ooh, that's like real close. You can see. I th- I think he's probably on, but like you can't quite tell if he's if he's uh, offside. Just his shoulders past Baroth, and like they're doing all the modeling and whatnot. Johan is so far out of line with the rest of the defense. He's not even in the television angle they're trying to show. They don't even realize he's the one that's keeping him onside by like two yards. So I don't know what the hell Johan was should have sold his. Time to sell them, but well, sell them on down the river. I mean, here's here's what sucks though. Left back, apparently Seth's in the doghouse. We had someone ask, "Well, what's that about? When do we see Seth again?" Um, Dylan Buchenbach asked us that. Um, I would guess <laughs> you love that. Name. <laughs> I, I would guess uh, we're gonna see Seth on Saturday night. I would think because yeah, what kind of? Why hasn't he been playing? Well, like there's not he's not on the injury report at all. He's just on the bench. No, Peter had that, those comments after the Monterey series where like some players didn't play as well as they needed to and and they were going to be sort of punished for it. And Seth must be one of those guys. Seth was not one of those players. I mean, he, he was not. I don't know. I don't know what else is going on. Either that or he's just old and needs a rest. But hmm. Johan at left back, man. Like there's sometimes where I'm like I'm watching him and even when they the other team doesn't score, I'm like how is Johan on the right side of the field with a wide open just left half of the defense because he's out of position? Like what is happening? So, I don't know. It's I don't know. Not great. Um but about 12 minutes later, all hope was not lost because Florian Youngworth brought down young uh, Gianluca Buzio in the box. Now, Gianluca Buzio probably should have just first time this off of his right foot, right into the back of the net. He could have scored, but then Youngworth decided he wanted to um, catch a piggyback ride off the back of the 16 year old and, and jumped on his back and, <laughs> and tackled him. Um, and at this point, I don't know about you. I was thinking, okay, penalty. We pull one back 25 minutes in. We're in good shape. That, is that what you were thinking? 
Uh, I was feeling pretty good about it. I I was like, sure. Okay, it's not going to be Ilya taking it. It was. I knew right away it wasn't going to be Ilya taking the PK. Yeah, and, and you saw Namath step up. And last time we saw Namath take a PK, I mean, it was gorgeous. Like, he put it, like, Lasered upper it. 90 in the box. Like, nobody's stopping that. And so you're thinking, okay, this is good. We'll pull one back here. Yeah. Do yeah, it again. Why not? Well, uh, I don't know what the hell happened, but uh, Namath channeled his inner uh, Lionel Messi in a cup final and just skied that one almost out of Avaya Stadium. Like, this was like... He just rocketed this one. In the I don't order. know how that happens. Yeah. Bro, I'm just, I'm no PK master, but, you know, me and my buddies used to just take PKs on each other just for fun. And I'm, I've never missed like that. If I miss, it's because the keeper always saved it. Yeah. I, it's insane. I don't know what he was trying to do. I don't know if he just hit it wrong or, or I mean, he didn't slip. I've watched this multiple times. He doesn't slip. He just... It totally comes off his yeah. foot wrong, and he instantly falls to the ground with his face in his hands like he knows he made a mess of it right away. Oh, of course he did, because uh, he, he saw it go bye-bye. I mean, he, he didn't pull a chicharito at Man United when he slipped on that PK or whatever and then got sold the very next day. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I forgot about Do that. Do you remember yeah. that shit? <laughs> um, oh, so funny. When, everyone, when anyone sings his praises, I'll just like find that video and be like, is this is this your king? And Taylor Twellman <laughs> wants him. Is this who you follow? Taylor wants him to come to MLS. So there's been rumors about that for a long time. So yeah, that's yeah. true. Rumors, rumors everywhere. Rumors. Yeah. I don't know what to believe anymore because I thought we were a good team. Yeah. Guess that was just a rumor. Well, okay. So we go into halftime. We're down two zero. We have a missed a missed. Tim Milia's bad. Okay, we'll talk. <laughs> I, I I've just been getting texts from Dan for the last like. <laughs> three weeks and and they and they have ramped up in frequency and intensity over uh the the course of the <laughs> f and t f and i uh over over the last few days and it's just tim Mealy is bad tim is bad over and over and i'm like tim is not bad and he's like nope tim is awful terrible get rid of him sometimes it sometimes it's trash like, okay, tim is trash Miss dan is out and and so i i do have some stats where i'm gonna defend tim and then i'm also gonna say you're kind of right maybe a little bit this year yeah let's do that one just that one get there in a sec Um, (laughs) halftime though comes you're like okay peter's gonna light them up like i can't imagine what peter's gonna do at halftime to this team because there's no way oh dude he's happy yeah he hulked out of his his jacket or something you know how pissed he probably was I, i i wonder if he gets old school like high school football coach like knocking over the Gatorade thing maybe he grabs one of the players and he's like get your fucking shit together I, I don't know I I just dropped my phone <laughs> got real intense over here um you know maybe he hits Beasler in the hamstring like what's this about you faker yeah yeah it's either that or he just walks in like totally deadpan doesn't say a damn word oh, yeah. and just stares at him doesn't say stares anything. at him for a second puts his head down just like shakes his head and just walks out and you're like, oh, like he's so like he's another level of mad that like he doesn't even know what to say. Yeah. Like And then he's like, You ever see that Carries a Wagner commercial? <laughs> hot Carries a Wagner. <laughs> oh boy. See how hot he looked, guys? <laughs> now get your shit together. We're playing San Jose. Jesus. Yeah. And speaking of Jesus, that's why they won, because that damn preacher man was there. Oh, the um Lil what's his name? Bun B. What's his Lil, name? Lil, Lil, Lil Bun B, B the based god or something like that. That's yeah. a rapper. The one who puts the curses on people, and when he puts the curses on people, they never win, and apparently he blessed San Jose and then they won. I it's weird, man. Yeah, he just goes to games and and when they win, it's all thanks to yeah. him. They even San Jose Earthquakes even retweet or they tweeted a picture yeah. of him and said, Thank you, hashtag blessed yeah. or whatever, and I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. I'm gonna throw He's like up. the anti Drake. Because, you know, Drake puts on your jersey and you're never going to win anything. Um, That's true. Yeah. Well, he's got the power of the Lord. Yeah. Drake probably was wearing a Sporting KC jersey somewhere. And that's probably why we lost. Um, it's probably true. Blame Canada. Yeah. Gosh, dang it, Canada. Um, <laughs> but uh, So second half comes yeah, along. So you're thinking, okay, you know what? It's a new, it's a new half. New game. We yeah. can outscore San Jose by two goals in, in a new half. life. All we got to do is uh, just just turn this thing around. And literally, what 
10 seconds into the, uh, if that, into the second half. However long it took them to kick off and go down. Literally field. 10 seconds. Shea Salinas took this shot with nine seconds uh, into the half. But yeah, they, they take the kickoff. They just, it, it, like, you know what this was? This is like what you do in FIFA when you're playing against somebody Shit. who doesn't know what they're doing. Like you just kick it off and you just freaking <laughs> RT sprint yeah. down the middle of the field and they're like trying to slide tackle you oh, and nobody yeah. can stop it. And you just run down the middle of the field and score first. And you're like, that doesn't work. Like, okay, this is where FIFA is not real. I'm all about that. Like, everyone's like this. Okay. I'm all about that right yeah, trigger. Like, everyone knows FIFA. You can't do that in real life. Well, San Jose did it and they did it to us. Yeah. And they, they write. And Tim Milia. Yeah. Was they right triggered all the play. way down the field. And then. Zeusy's slide tackling to nowhere over there on Chase Salinas and he's just falling down. <laughs> the sniper came back and people are just falling down again. And yep. pop, pop, pop. and then Salinas just I don't know what Melia's doing, but he kind of chips it and then Johan like kind of did a little half jump to try to I don't know what Johan was doing there. And suddenly ten seconds in and it's three zero and you're like, Can we just can this game end already? Like, what is going on? Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. I mean, I, for, it didn't help that it was late at night. All right, and, and I had I had played soccer earlier in the day, so I'm I'm freaking exhausted, bro. And I didn't even want to be watching this late game. But I thought, hey, maybe I'll be watching a huge victory. All right, a huge road victory, getting conference points. But no, I stayed up late to watch trash. It's not great. Trash, dude. It was trash. It was garbage. Um. And it didn't get any better. Garbage. Because 15 minutes later, you're like, okay, we're down 3-0. Like, let's just end it. Whatever. Like, lick our wounds. Get out of there. Freaking Magnus Erickson. <laughs> just shoot yeah, us. Magnus Erickson gets the ball at the top of the box, just kicks it, and it deflects off somebody and just dribbles right into the back of the net past him. Now, I don't know if this one's totally his fault because it got deflected, but... It did, yeah. It just... At this point, you're like, why? why are we, why are we even playing still? What is happening? I, I dude, they were all po- they were all pumped up. The coach is jumping on other coaches, just pumping his fist. He's so freaking excited, and I'm just I'm mad. I'm just I'm literally mad. And if you can't take points from San Jose, you can't take points from anyone in this league. That's I mean, unless you get your shit together, you're done. Yeah. Well, this is why this. Is- I know it's April. <laughs> this uh, well, yeah, but Toronto last year was saying it's only April, um, and we all know how that. That's went. right. And then they were shit, dude. Is this CCL, man? Is C- is it really a CCL hangover? I refuse to believe. I don't that. think it is. I'm not willing to go that far yet, but I think the next five or six games will be crucial as to how the rest of the season will go for Sporting oh, KC because they're at home, yeah. bro. But um, don't we have five out of six at yeah. home? So we'll 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 talk about that That's here in, in just a bit, but. But, you know, before we just wrap up this game, Florian Youngworth, again, didn't get enough with his first penalty that he caused. So he tackled Christian Namath in the box yeah, in what the a 65th jerk. minute. Um, and you say tackle. We're not talking soccer tackle. It was kind of a football no, tackle. Yeah. His arms were all over was, him. I mean, it's like he jumped on Buzio's back and then dragged Namath down with his arm. Like, I don't know what he was doing. Like, he's just all over the place. Um, the Buzio thing, he was like, he he really didn't think he did anything, but with <laughs> with the Namath one, he was like, eh, yeah. "Yeah, I did that." But hey, we're up by four goals. Yeah, Who gives whatever. a shit? Um, but then it's Felipe who steps up to take the penalty spot. Okay, there you which, go. Uh, I thought was kind of interesting, and and he didn't. I mean, to be honest, if you look at the placement of it, it really wasn't even actually like that great of a, a shot. Like it was kind of just it was just it was hard, hard and laser and it happened to be to the opposite side of where uh, the keeper jumped. Um, but had the keeper guessed the right way, that's all you got to do. Don't try to get crafty. Don't try to do these stutter steps. All right. Just, just kick it hard in one direction. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times that's really what it is. So, you know, had the keeper guessed the right way, maybe he would have been able to, uh, to, to stop it, but he didn't. That was the only goal sport in case he got back. It ends four one. We drop points mm. and, uh, and yeah, it's not great, dude. So, did I ever tell you the time Marissa had to take a PK in a soccer game? No. (laughs) 
dude, it, it was playoffs for our outdoor league in Chicago. And she was just filling in, dude, because we needed females on the team. You need like three or something on eight versus eight. And we were tied at the end of regulation. And it goes straight to PKs. And you had to alternate guy, girl, guy, girl, taking PKs. And I didn't have to take one. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to take one. I go, hey, just kick it really hard <laughs> in one way or the other. Just just choose. And I don't think I made it any easier. I think I made her even more nervous. But it was a, it was a good kick, but it was just shy of the – of the post uh, you know what yeah. i mean she had to keep her yeah. beat but it was just outside the post oh, no. and i was like i was so scared for you like i did not want to take a pk <laughs> in those those circumstances it's probably <laughs> nerve-wracking but oh i bet i can't even imagine but she did it and she, you got what you gotta do man you just choose a side just go don't try to get crafty whatever namath was trying to do whatever joseph martinez does have you seen his pks lately oh yeah yeah I don't know what that hoppity hop know. is. I mean, Benny used to do something weird with his little like stutter step, drag foot thing. But Benny was also oh yeah, just a little euro yeah, step. He, I mean, he Benny was our last penalty taker that was actually good. Like Ilya was fine for for uh, for a minute, but like if you look at his percentage, like it's actually not that great as far as PKs go. Um, it's like average to slightly below average, at least compared to like historical sporting KC PK takers. So, I got gotcha. you, man. It's it's not got to figure this out. Like you can't be giving up free goals, basically, and just wasting those opportunities. Like let if if it's not gonna be Felipe, if it's not gonna be Namath, throw Johnny up there. I don't know somebody. Somebody's got to be able to do it. So, I agree. Maybe Felipe is the guy. What's crazy is that Namath asked to take that PK. He's like he called everyone off. No, I'm taking it. Get off me. Get off me. I'm fucking taking it. And then he did that. And it's like, hey, thanks for taking it, jerk. Yeah, then you look like a jackwad, and it's not good. So, um, but yeah, Sporting KC now dropped points. Staying on nine. They are below the red line now in eighth place. Granted, we've played seven games. Um, you know, the first place team in LAFC's played nine. FC Dallas has played eight. RSL, who's above us in seventh, they've played eight. But... Minnesota United, they're above us, 10 points through seven games. Houston Dynamo, they're above us, 13 points through six games. And both the Sounders and the Galaxy are uh, 16 and 18 points, respectively, through seven games. So this is uh, this is starting to get a little nerve-wracking. Like you mentioned, five of the next six games are at home. We got um, the New England Revolution at home on Saturday night at 7.30. Like, what do you think... How many how many of these next six games does Sporting KC have to win in order to try to make sure that the season doesn't totally fall apart? Like, what's a worst worst case scenario you for win you? all your home games? Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you can't win all your home games. It's it's New England Revolution, and and then you got uh, Atlanta United coming to town, catching them at a pretty good time. Yeah, um, who's after them? Away at DC. Well, then they go to suck. DC. And then Vancouver at home. And then Seattle and LA. And then Seattle at home and then Galaxy. Those are, I mean, man, I know Atlanta is... is, Seattle and LA. Atlanta's not the greatest right now, which is amazing. And I love it. They just... Yeah, but they got star talent, which is crazy. They could really get their shit together and come put a whooping on our CCL hangover asses. They could do it at any time. I mean, there's a real possibility that Sporting KC given the injuries that are that are piling up because we mentioned Roger Espinoza oh he's God. uh he's going to be out um 2 to 3 months with a PCL sprain Rodney Wallace is having we need him dude he's so oh, important yeah, yeah. I, I have a question for you about that in a sec Rodney Wallace is out 4 to 6 months so basically the rest of the season because Not he's as had important. surgery on his right hip and Beasler's out for up to the next month um which is basically when all these big games are happening like it is very possible yeah. that Sporting KC could drop and lose four of these next six games because Atlanta, DC, Seattle, and the Galaxy all have the capability of beating Sporting KC if if we play anywhere remotely as bad as we played against San Jose. So, Beasler might be back in time for the Galaxy game, and that'd be huge because they got maybe I mean, Beasler, Seattle. Beasler's shown success in stopping Zlatan before. That'd be important to have him back there. 
Um, True. He prides himself on that shit. But man, with with Andreu Fontes coming off of um, an injury, Beasler out when you know you got strikers that you're going to be facing the next few weeks, like Joseph Martinez or Wayne Rooney or uh, other attacking players like Luciano Acosta for DC. This is going to be rough. So I don't know. I, I I agree with you. I want to win all the home games. I think if we're able to win four of the next six games, that's like sort of like that's what I'm hoping for. You got to win four of those six at least, um, because after that'd be after nice. This homestand, I mean, I'd I'd love to go for all home. Yeah, games. Yeah, well, I mean that's ideal. I'm I'm, I'm thinking there's going to be a, a, a stupid drop sure. in there somewhere. But man, after. Or a draw of some After sort. These, these home games, we got that month of June where we're on the road the entire month at Houston. We know that's a hard place to play. At Toronto, Toronto's looking very good. At Columbus, Columbus is looking pretty good. And then at RSL, and crazy things always happen when we go play in Salt Lake. So, you know, if... Uh, man, and oh then man. And then we play LAFC again after that. So it really feels like these next six games before that... Uh, that away road trip is sort of like a turning point for the season. Don't you think? Big time. Yeah, man. And I, I think the team's looking at that too. I mean, they're, they're no dumb dumbs. I mean, they're, they're absolutely thinking the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. We, MLS soccer.com has dropped sporting KC to ninth in the power rankings. I don't know how you can That's look okay. at the way we played on Saturday night or whenever it was and think that we're even, that high up in the rankings um but but hey we're actually going against new england who's lower than san jose in the power rankings. so i don't know man that the ceiling is only as high as the team that we play yeah and and one um advantage for sporting kc is um new england does play tonight wednesday night uh against montreal so they're gonna be on short rest and hmm. They'll probably be fighting each other in the locker room before the game because that's what Brad Friedel wants from his players. So, well, that's nice. Um, that's fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, oh, let's hey. talk about this. Re- yeah. Well, what's up? Are we doing? Uh, are we going on a po- another podcast next week? Uh, maybe we might be. I think it was uh, s- someone from uh, Atlanta United um, reached out to us. Home before dark. They are an Atlanta United podcast, one of the like 17,000 that they have down there. And uh, and they asked us to come on and, and talk about Atlanta versus Sporting KC. Talk uh, about the game. Yeah. We're going behind they, enemy lines, people. I don't think they've ever listened to our podcast because I don't think they know what they're getting themselves into. That's probably best. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I can be filtered. Well, you know what? You can't filter the coups. So, um, can't filter the coups, man. They, my, my alter ego comes out, you know, <laughs> we you know who that uh, is. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see how that goes. We'll, we'll let y'all know if, and when that happens, it probably wouldn't be till next week at some point. Um, yeah, that'd be a fun one. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to derail us. I was just thinking about that. I was like, should we say something about that right now? <laughs> no, it's probably a good call. I appreciate that. Um, cool. I look at this revs game as a must win. Like it's about as much oh, as he's ever had. So big know. time. You think we can get it done. Well, and it's at home. It's a Saturday night. It's not national TV and that's fine, but all home games, man, there's gotta be a sense of urgency. I think if there's any if factor in, in us. It's our defense, dude, our back line. zeus has been getting burned. Seth is on the bench for some reason. And now our center back pairing is like, who are these guys? So, I don't know, man. Midfield's taking a hit with no Roger. Forwards can't get the ball from their midfield, so it, it's scary. But I, I am optimistic about getting a result against the struggling Revs because they're they're trash. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I think we'll, I I think we'll win. I hope we'll win. I don't know what the score will be, but if we don't win, <clears> it's going to be full on panic mode across the entire Sporting KC fan base. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, we're almost through April, man, and we're out of the playoff position for the first time in a long time. So, um, long season, very long season. We got to go till October here, folks. So, um, MLS Cup is in November this year. Is that right? It is, yes. What what day is that? Do you remember? 
Um, let me look it up real quick. No, Bear with me as I do this. Deal. This is a segment we call Googling Things. Um, Google that shit. GTS, Sunday, baby. Sunday, November 10th is MLS Cup. Ah. Okay, very cool. So, so yeah. I mean, it's a long season. Long season. We're just, we want to fight for that seeding, though. You know, you don't want to drop down and miss the playoffs completely for the first time in however long it's been. Just about 10 years. Um, yeah. So. But, I mean, you mentioned Roger's going to be out two to three months, and you talked about how important he is to that midfield. I think people severely underestimate the importance of Roger Espinosa to this team. Um, do you think Buzio can step in and, and, and fill that spot? Or, or, or is he no. – do they put Felipe back more in a Roger role and put Buzio more in an attacking role? What do we do here? Buzio didn't, Buzio didn't do anything. I don't think he was, like, great. Do you? Um, he drew the penalty, which was good. I mean, okay. he's, 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 that's just cause through. he's small dude. And and it was like, it, let's be honest. It was a soft PK. It was a PK, but I mean, if that was anyone else, they probably wouldn't have fallen down. The PK wouldn't have been given. Just to be true. Um, you know, it's just, there's no replacement on this roster for Roger and his leadership and his style of play and his work rate. Um, Felipe, is maybe more of a like-for-like like replacement for Roger than Buzio, so I wouldn't be surprised if Felipe drops back a bit and Buzio kind of steps up more into that attacking role, or, or Buzio or, or Johan could play when he's not playing left back in a more attacking role. Kellen Rowe could play in that role. But nobody has that engine and that fight and, and that tenacity that Roger has. Um, yeah, man. Roger brings a different level to the field, a whole different energy. He, I think he's so crucial to breaking up the flow of the game um, when, when the other team has the ball. I mean, San Jose beat Sporting KC in possession 52-48 to 48 this game, and I don't think it's a coincidence that it, Roger Espinosa didn't play in this game and we lost possession. So, um, wow. That, that makes me nervous. But, you know, we, we did get a couple of questions. You know, what, what does this mean, um, you know, f- for the midfield? Does this mean we're going to see um, – more of Zalalem or even Juan Cousin, maybe. It's just Zalalem's a, a more attacking-minded player. Cousin is is. We'll see Buzio more than we see Cousin, but neither of them are as, as big or as powerful as Roger. So, I don't know, man. That's what makes me nervous. But and we should be nervous. I mean, it's a nothing is guaranteed in this league, especially when you go in super confident and and lay an egg against San Jose. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we might not even have Buzio for half of May because he and Tyler Freeman were called up to the U.S. Uh, U-17 roster for the CONCACAF championship. That goes from May 1st to May 16th. So That's right. You know, congrats to them, but it's not great for our midfield depth. So, who knows, man. Um the other point you brought up that I want to just touch on real quick is Tim Tim Milia and whether he's bad. Uh, <laughs> and and you know Feels obviously like he's bad. You know obviously Tim has been one of the the most important pieces I think for Sporting KC since he stepped into that starting keeper role a, a number of years ago, um, whatever it is four three and a half years ago now four years ago. Um, so I do just want to illustrate using uh, my my good old buddies at American Soccer Analysis. They they track. Um, X- xg expected goals for those of you who uh who aren't familiar with sort of these analytics basically it, it's a, a metric of like how many goals you would expect a team to score based on you know where they shoot on the field um they assign a value to it and, and it, it just gives you an idea of like okay how how well should they be doing and and you know if they're outperforming that then maybe they're getting a bit lucky if they're underperforming it maybe they're getting a little bit unlucky who knows but if you look at for 2017 and 2018, the best goalkeeper in the league as far as who was outperforming um, the expected goals against, which means like how many goals you would expect them to to give up, Timelia, number one in the league, and it's not close. He had almost 20 goals less allowed than these analytics models say he should have allowed. So like that's crazy, 20 less goals than than he should have allowed. Um, the next closest keeper is Stefan Fry who's at like 16 and then it's like not even close after that. Um, so all that is to say, Tim Milia, 
2017-2018, by far and away, the best keeper in the league. You look at sure. his 2018, or 2019 stats. Um, he's actually allowing Trash. in, through seven games, he's allowed in almost one more goal than the models say he should. So he's under, he's, he's, he's doing pretty, pretty poor. Um, and he is like way down the list. I mean, I, I don't have numbers here, but he's like almost 20th in the league. Like it's not good. I mean, he's, he's behind keepers like, um, you know, the Vancouver keeper, Maxime Crupeau or, uh, Jeff Attenella for Portland, who Portland's trash. Like according to these advanced analytics, Melia is actually not performing as well as Attenella is, and he's on a terrible team. So, you know, I don't, I mean, just go look at the stats. You got to do a lot of scrolling to find Tim Melia on that list. Yeah. I don't like know. saves and stuff, you know? Yeah, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say Tim Milia is bad, because I don't think he's bad. I think he's just having a down year. I think the entire defense is having a down year. But he's certainly not having a Tim Milia year, because he would save Sporting Casey points, and he would make superhuman saves, and he's not doing that this year. So, Well, pretty sure Eric Dick has more saves than Tim Milia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let that one sit there. Um and anyway, um, let's see. I think we uh, we got around to to a decent number of, of the questions that we had. Um, you know, we talked about Sesanovic. You know, Christopher Rogers asked about that as well, as well as Dylan did. Um, you know, but I just I don't, I don't know. I hopefully Sporting KC can turn it around. Um, but the West is so difficult. Like let's let's go over some of these results from around the league real quick. Um, RSL beat Cincinnati 3-0. The Galaxy beat the Dynamo 2-1. Um, FC Dallas beat Atlanta at home 2-1. Um, and then LAFC smashed Seattle 4-1. Cool. I mean, what, Sporting KC can't afford to not win these next few games if they want to keep up with the likes of these other Western Conference teams. So... Well, Dallas didn't beat Atlanta at home, by the way. Atlanta lost at home. All right, I think that's what you were trying to say, right? Yes, sorry. I mean, I was trying to, I might, I might not have phrased it properly. I was trying to say nah, th- Dallas went to Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta lost at, at home. Yeah, beat Atlanta in Atlanta. It's badass. Um, so. But, dude, you got – what a weird time. And, and people are going to act like LAFC didn't just lose midweek to freaking Vancouver – yeah. One nil. All right. Is it we're just going to act like that didn't happen? <laughs> no, we just want to continue singing their praises and 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 getting on that Bob Bradley hype train ween. Bob Bradley, man, he's a grumpy old man. Like, I don't know if you've seen some of his quotes. He apparently went after a journalist and was saying, you got to be smarter about football and, and was being all sort of oh a dick to him. God. And then he was talking about how. Have you seen anyone, anyone who's bald, who's not grumpy? <laughs> All right, because they had hair at one time in their life, they went bald, and that's 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 grumpy inducing. Well, the other thing he did was he was going on this whole rant about how like if we're ever going to develop soccer in this country, you need to play a good style of soccer, and basically was saying that he plays a good style of soccer, and that's why they're good. But the you know other teams they don't want to play a good style of soccer, and I was just like, get over yourself, man. What? Like, what are you? God, I, would... I don't know. I want to beat them so much more now. I could coach a team with Carlos Vela and and it would be a good team. Like chill your pants, Bob Bradley. Yeah. So you just be on the sideline going, pass the ball to Carlos. <laughs> no, don't even dribble. You pass it to Carlos. Yeah, just get it to him. He'll do the rest. Um He'll assist, he'll do he'll score, he'll do something. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Um but yeah, Sporting KC have New England this weekend. Then they have Atlanta the following weekend. They released their first uh, <clears throat> first glimpse at the SKC Retro Night top. Which oh, that's right. I had some mixed feelings about it. Is it first. just a shirt? It, Is it a jersey? I think it's a. They're calling it a top. So they're leaving they're it. They're not saying a jersey, ambiguous. jersey shirt or nothing. Yeah, I mean it looks more like a shirt. If anything, it's like a training shirt. It's certainly not a jersey. So it's going to be eighty dollars. But that's what's that's what makes me so kind of frustrated. Like I kind of like it. I don't like it because they had been following a formula where they were kind of going year by year and giving nods to the jersey designs from '96, '97, '98, 
you know, the 1999 mm-hmm. jersey is a pretty cool jersey, but they didn't go with it this time. And we were due for a 99. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, here's the best thing is that you told me you're not going to get the jersey. And I said, come on, you always say that and you end up getting it. And you're like, no, no, this time I, I don't think so. And, and you made a good point. And then seven hours later, you text me and said, God damn it, I think I'm going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that did I laughed. I laughed out loud. It was amazing. That did happen. <laughs> Um, but it's all going to be, I was like, what the hell changed? And you're like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I was like, okay, I had to adjust my, uh, my perception from a Jersey to just a shirt. Like, okay. If it's just like a retro shirt, I like it. But if it's a retro shirt for $65, I don't like it. Like, I don't want to no, pay that not. much. Shirts should not ever be more than $30. So, and I'm sure this one will be much more than $30, but I don't know. It's kind of a bummer. So I don't know. we'll see. We'll see how how it goes. See if anyone else buys it. A lot of mixed reviews online, I've noticed. Twitter's a fun place to be. Yeah, most people liked the actual photo of Zussi standing in front of the Nelson Atkins more than they liked the shirt itself. Yeah, so. dude. <laughs> All these women getting big-time cloners over Zussi. I mean, he's a good-looking dude. He's a good... Looking, dude, don't act like you aren't down there in the cauldron looking at Zeusy as he runs by you, and you're giving him a little little look. I know you are. No, I don't give him a look. I flat out tell him, <laughs> "Hey, handsome, how you been?" <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't need to stare creepily <laughs> like all you peasants. I let him know, man. I step up to the plate. <laughs> you shoot your shot. Um, Hell yeah! Hasn't gone in yet, but you know, you never know. Um, Get in the damn batter's box, you <laughs> wankers. <laughs> uh, hopefully we don't have any uh, fans in England. I don't think you're allowed to say that there on the airwaves. Um, oh, you're not allowed to say wankers? It's apparently a really bad word in England. So, Are you serious? Yeah, Is that bad? Yeah. Like it's, it's, uh, what does that mean? It's like an equivalent to the F word. I just says, oh, damn. Like I assume you're just calling them masturbators. Well, I mean, that, that's what it means, but like. You know, if on yeah. on the scale of like bad words in England, I think like that's that's pretty high up there. What? So, if that's what it means, wouldn't you be like, well, there are worse things you could call me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> Swope Park got their first shutout of the season against the Birmingham Legion. Oh God! But they also didn't score. What a goal, are they doing? So, I don't know. It's not great. What is SPR doing, man? They're just, oh, I'm catching the highlights of everything. I'm kind of seeing the play-by-play on Twitter. I follow the Swope Park Rangers Twitter account, and it's just, they're not doing good things. They're not the Swope Park Rangers that were, you know, dominating for the last three years or whatever it's been. No. They're 0-3-2. They got two points through five games. That's not great. Not a single win. That's not great. So... Hopefully they can turn it around. So you definitely don't want to take them to fill in for any of our injureds. No, I mean Eric Dick had had some decent saves in this game. He saved three shots early. Yeah, uh, Eric, Eric Dick's a beast, and he's a lot of fun too. He's a good follow online. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully, um, hopefully they can start making some more noise. Um, but yeah, it's just unfortunately they're not they're not doing so hot. Um, but I don't know the. I don't have any other Sporting KC or Swope Park news. I do have a couple of MLS stories I want to get to, but do you have anything else related to Sporting KC or Swope Park you want to mention before we hit a couple MLS stories? Nah, man. That's uh, that's that's good. All right, so the first one I want to, to, to mention um, is Paul Tenorio in The Athletic um, wrote a story um, where he said, the league is weighing other changes that are necessary to accelerate the league's growth among those is significantly altering the salary budgets. Many GMs would like to see the number triple at least potentially increasing the size uh, and potentially increasing the size of both the senior and reserve rosters. So if MLS were to triple the salary cap, that would jump it from just over $4 million to nearly $13 million. Um, Peter Vermees said that we needed more money to be able to spend. Would you be here for the league essentially tripling how much money teams can spend on their rosters? Yeah. Why the hell not? I mean, that's that seems like, I don't know if this is a, an overreaction to crashing out of the CCL. 
or, or what, but, um, you know, it seems like that would raise the quality of player across the league. And then hopefully they still didn't get rid of like the designated player or anything. Cause if you had triple the salary for your base players, and then you still had designated players, I don't know. That feels like that raises the quality of the, the players in the league quite a bit. So. Yeah, it should. That's the, that's the overall plan. Yeah. I mean, right now, um, Sporting KC's actual salary is like eleven and a half million, so they're actually pretty close to that number. But that's because they've gotten very creative with like targeted allocation money and general allocation money. So if you just were able to take that, you know, they they've spent almost seven million dollars over the four point two million dollar salary cap right now. If you were to take that and apply it to seven million dollars over a thirteen million dollar salary cap, suddenly you're looking at a, a, a Sporting KC roster that's worth twenty million dollars you know, that's, that's, that's a significant improvement. So something to keep an eye on. I agree, man. Um, Hell yeah. And then the other thing I want to get your thought on, we've talked about this a little bit before, but MLS officially stated that they are planning to expand to 30 teams now, not the 28 that they said a few years ago. And they seem to indicate that Sacramento and St. Louis are going to be the next two that are going to be announced and and they'll be officially announced before the all-star game. So what do you think about 30 teams? What do you think about St. Louis coming to the party? And uh, do you think the expansion will ever stop? <laughs> right. We're just going to keep rolling, man. 50, 52 teams, one in each state. Yeah. Um, sorry about all the travel, Alaska and Hawaii, but it is what it is. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you, Are you excited for St. Louis to be coming to, to MLS? That'd be a cool one. That's a, I mean, that's a shorter trip than Minnesota. And I, I can't tell you how many of us would probably go, man. Um, hell, you and I would definitely uh, get in the car and head on up there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it'd be less than half the time to the, the closest road game right now, I think, is Minnesota. And it's like a seven hour drive. Um, and then there's yep. Chicago. And that's like a four hour. Yeah. Chicago's like eight hours. And then Nashville is like eight and a half. And Denver's like nine. Denver's like nine. So, yeah. St. Louis, you can make it there in like three hours from Kansas City. So, bro, wouldn't even wouldn't even need a hotel. No, I mean, you, you make just a day trip. Head on down there. Maybe it's an afternoon game and you're home by dinner. <laughs> It'd be pretty cool. Um, weirdly, they wouldn't bring St. Louis FC to MLS. Doesn't sound like they'd stay in USL. This would be a whole new MLS franchise. Um, That's very weird, by the way. That's very weird. Yeah. And and some of the, the St. Louis FC fans are not overly thrilled with this. So. Yeah, they wanted their, their team in MLS. Yeah. So it's something interesting to watch there. Sacramento's been on the fringes of getting an MLS expansion spot for quite a while. So that's not surprising. Then obviously we have Austin uh, FC, Inter Miami, and Nashville SC. Those are already uh, teams coming into the league, so that would leave just one open spot for that 30th team. Um, so could be Charlotte, could be Detroit, could be Phoenix. Um, we don't really know. But Peter That's crazy. Peter Vermees at one point said he thought the league would go to 40 teams, and maybe he's right. Damn. <laughs> so, well, then you might actually get promotion and relegation, man. Well, then, yeah. I mean, if you get to somewhere around 40 teams, it probably wouldn't be true pro-rel, but you start thinking, well, could they do something like MLS 1 and MLS 2, and it's like a pro-rel within a closed MLS ecosystem? I don't know. It starts getting a little interesting. So, Yeah, for real. Who knows? But that's the big news that I got for this week. Um, you know, nothing else really crazy going on, so... That's about all I got, but do you have uh, anything else for our fine people before we wrap it up for the week? Nah, man. That uh, This has been a good one, full of much information and uh, <laughs> hearing us whine about stuff. Yeah. I don't think the sky is falling yet, people. I don't think we're at Toronto FC 2018 levels yet, but give it a month, we might be there. So let's hope we turn it around. Um, we'll, we'll see, but, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and for, for, for sticking with us. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at no other pod, follow Dan at Dan Couser, follow me at JC Mac zero three. Um, we love hearing from you guys. So we, we always like tweeting back and forth with our fans. Um, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod, or you can shoot us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. Um, yeah. 
Make sure uh, you like us, rate us, review us, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Um, But yeah, we'll be back at you next week after the New England Revolution game. But until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. See ya, weens. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.